Welcome, stokers of our tiny but strong Stoke Nation. We're here with Paul tonight. We're going to hear uh, a little bit from him, be encouraged, be be wowed by his his uh, wisdom. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's going to be great. But I, it kind of starts off, all of us, uh, with Paul in, in Discovery. We, yeah. we kind of, uh, Discovery at our church was kind of our, it was the kindergarten through sixth grade yeah. Wednesday night events where we played games and heard the word and worshiped and had small groups. So Got wrecked by leaders in dodgeball. Wrecked. Oh, yeah. Oh, my oh, word. Exactly. Yeah. That. No mercy. From like 8.30 <laughs> to 9 was just ultimate war in the auditorium. Yes. Slaughterhouse. Absolutely. Like on Sunday, it was worship. But on yeah. Wednesday nights, there was tears. And it was incredible. So I've always I've always said the best way, this doesn't work for girls. So okay. if you're, you know, if you're a lady and you want to help with the kids at your church and you're a girl, this probably won't work for you. But. If if uh, if you want to build relationships with boys, like third through sixth grade boys, the best way to do that is to hit them directly in the face with a dodgeball. <laughs> Straight bonding and right there. Yeah, it's next thing, character formation. Respect. Yeah. Bam. Works. Best friends after that. <laughs> Worked for us. <laughs> yeah, we're still here. Yeah. So I always this this may Daniel and Noah. I always think of you, like when I when I see like a group of you, you're a little bit different. Logan, Sweet. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, but when I, when I see different. one of you guys or I like I tell a story about you guys, I always I always say my fifth grade boys. Yeah. Even you're not in the fifth grade anymore. And I think it's been a while since you've been in the fifth grade. Label stick, man. But been, been a while. But there was that was a really great year. My yeah. Fifth grade boys. Hooligans. That we were hooligans. a bunch of hooligans. I distinctly remember some of our hooliganness. Like one time. Uh, our buddy Gage got put on his head in a corner for saying two Christmas presents instead of one. It was a simple rule. It's a simple rule. One, you say one Christmas present, <laughs> and he said two, and so he had stand on his head in the corner, and that quieted him up. He uh, he settled down after that. Yeah, it worked. Natural consequences breaking yeah. for breaking Natural, rules. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Also, you set a rule and a consequence. You gotta yeah. You gotta stick to it. Stick, to it. stick your guns, girls. <laughs> Who are you? You also, you also gave us some nicknames. I did. What I did. We've we've talked about Daniel's nickname before. Well, we, you, you've talked about your nickname us. before, but because it only was mentioned like two times in the two weeks that it was given to me, but it for some reason it is ingrained into my brain. I don't yeah, know. yeah. Well, I mean, it wasn't the only thing ingrained into your brain. <laughs> <laughs> Got him there. Whatever, whatever you hit your face on, that was uh, also ingrained. It was also it was ingrained. Brain. It was my pool. <laughs> yeah, that's right. No, you show up to church with a with a you know goofy looking forehead. You're gonna get a nickname. <laughs> oh man, what was that nickname? It was Scarface. 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 Yeah, you know, if you're if you're an adult, that's not actually a very original nickname. But as a child, with as a child, a scar it was on your yeah. Face. All I right. think it left a scar on other just his face. I just recovered from <laughs> laughing so hard. Yeah, it was. Yeah, we, I mean, I was at I was at Noah's pool. We were having a blast. I dove from like the deep side towards the shallow side and just <laughs> smack my head right on the right, right on the ground whatever whatever the material on the bottom of the pool is it's and concrete there's a nice there's a nice little goose egg yeah so. it's abrasive concrete <laughs> <laughs> and that was in yeah. in your brain yeah no yeah. what was yours or what was yours i don't know did i have one you know i don't i don't know so noah you you were the first ought that i got to work with yeah at, at one discovery of and you really set a standard for your <laughs> little brothers <laughs> And you were you were a handful, <laughs> and so like I don't think you. Ever, I think it was just Noah, <laughs> you know. It was 
They didn't have enough next, time to Yeah, who's make that kid another. over there? That is Noah. That is <laughs> Noah. Said, yeah. Noah enough said. Fully embraced that I was a handful. Apparently, your, your nickname was sit down and be quiet. <laughs> <laughs> Not wrong. Yeah, so, you know, Noah was a competitive boy. Fifth and sixth grade boys get pretty worked up at game time. And uh, there were, there our, our church had kind of taken in us. Uh, okay, some, I, I know. Some, <laughs> I remember some now. refugees. From Nepal or yeah, Bhutan, I think it was Nepal. Uh, anyway, for for a while, it was called the Bhutanese Ministry, right? And so you've got you've got you know ten to fifteen of these kids. I'm laughing and, in fear of what's about to be <laughs> said. And uh, and anyway, they're you know they're so they're they're trying to adapt to a different culture. Me, sixth grade Noah, did not understand. <laughs> yeah, sixth grade Noah's <laughs> like, I don't know what the problem is here, but. Uh, we're playing a game, and they were struggling with the rules because I think their their idea of authority was different than our idea of authority, and so they didn't always follow the rules. And anyway, Noah's team was losing, uh, and he just yells like he's like <laughs> oh, no. he's like it's the Bhutanese girls' fault. Like we need to get rid of all the Bhutanese girls. <laughs> Just oh, at the no. top of his lungs, and it's like, oh man, that's you know, it's not legal. I don't think you know. And he's ready to, yeah, he's rallying his troops. Oh and, my gosh, <laughs> I knew that. Yeah, yeah. So we had to we had to have a conversation about racism. <laughs> like, yikes. Yeah, I feel like there was a lot of conversations that, <laughs> that kind of just yeah. happened throughout of discovery. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> necessary sanctified conversations. Yeah. I was like, yeah, so uh, we get to talk to a sixth grade boy today. What about uh, racism? <laughs> you can't uh, just blame a whole people group for all your problems. <laughs> Yikes. I've moved past that now. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, I'd, hoped, I'd hoped that would happen. Sixth grade Noah is long gone. <laughs> maybe still a little there in points, but that part's gone. Hmm. I, Logan had a nickname, nickname though. Well, I... I one of my biggest regrets is not being more involved in discovery throughout grade school. I I think sixth grade is when I finally got involved. Fifth or sixth grade, um, probably like middle of fifth grade, and then sixth grade. I was a year behind these guys, so oh, okay. I was not one of the fifth grade. Yeah, you're not one of the. I fifth was grade a year boys. behind. Yeah. Um, Daniel and Noah and Gage, but um, and all and Caleb and. Caleb and like whoever Jimmy else, and yeah, crew, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> but uh, I one of my biggest regrets is not being that Im- as involved. But I remember that as soon as I got involved, I was immediately stamped with a nickname <laughs> that to this day I actually don't know why I was nicknamed that. So my nickname was Ponce. Ponce. So Ponce. here we here we have a boy who shows up to Discovery, <laughs> and I know who he is. You know, I know who his parents are. I've seen him around. But uh, anyway, his kid shows up, and he just, uh, I don't know. So he, he went to a weird school. Yup. Yeah, it was kind of <laughs> same uh, school I went to. Yeah, this is the weirdo school. Um, the kids that stand up when they talk school. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> oh, it's like yeah. why, why are you standing up? You're such a weirdo. Uh, Remember that. It, same thing like place to be. Like Those kids would always stand yeah. up when they gave an answer. And everyone odd, was like, what's going on? Odd kids from a weird school. And you have to pay. You have to pay to send your kids there. That's the weirdest part. Anyway. <laughs> Yikes. You, <laughs> you pay extra for so awesome. weird kids. No, anyway, he shows up. <laughs> he shows up to Discovery, and we're playing dodgeball. 
And I, you know, like we never actually met before he and I, this is our first interaction ever. And he walks up to me because I'm talking to some people that he knows. He comes up and he like looks me in the face and he's like, do you know who Ponce de Leon is? <laughs> is that the first thing you said? This is the first, first thing, thing out of his mouth. Thing, like, you know who Ponce de Leon is? And I was Wait, like, what? I was like, yes. And then he just proceeds to tell me everything he knows about Ponce de Leon and what he was doing in Florida. <laughs> oh, my God. And, and just going on and on about that it. That sounds totally like Logan. And we started playing dodgeball. Oh, my word. And, uh. I, I like to I like to single kids out and shout their <laughs> names to build some intimidation and fear, but I was like, I forgot his name. You mean a relationship building, right? Yeah, yeah. And yeah. so then I started, I was like, Ponce, you know, and I'm pointing at him, and he knew it was him because he's like, I've been talking about Ponce de Leon for 15 minutes straight. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway, anyway, Ponce. That's awesome. That's thank you for thank you for bringing back those memories. That's so now we know. <laughs> now, okay, if I can recall any of that memory, Ponce wasn't a he was a, an explorer, wasn't he? Oh, yeah. Here we go like, again. Yeah. A, kind of a pirate. He was. Well, he was a he was a conquistador. Conquistador. That's right. Uh, Spanish. And then he was he was exploring, I think Florida, and he was looking for the Fountain of Youth. Right. But and uh, I talked about that for fourteen and minutes. Yeah, he just like constantly. <laughs> Did I, you like learn about him in school? You're like, yeah. I, oh yeah, fifth grade. Oh That's yeah, definitely. Cortez de Soto de Leon and Coronado. Spanish yeah. Explorers number four. See? That right. weird <laughs> that, that weird, weird school. school. Weird school. Put stuff in your brain, man. Look at that. At least they taught me about yeah. these conquistadors. Yeah. Right. I, I was and you remembered it all so well. <laughs> I was gonna ask I was gonna ask Paul, so like at church you've been involved in ministry for a long time though, because we, we were in fifth grade, but that was like your like tenth year of ministry at that point. So yeah, like I, what's what was kind of the progression? Like how how did you get connected at faith? And then like what are you what are you doing now? Yeah. Like you're you're leading a family, you're loving yeah. your wife, loving the church, loving ministry. So yeah. So when I was when I was in the third grade, uh, my parents decided to switch churches, and we came to Faith Bible Church. Uh, and I think I think we showed up maybe five weeks after Faith Bible Church started. Okay. Oh okay. wow. Yeah. And uh, anyway, so we've been we were there a while, and then uh, I can't you know when when you grow up at church and you're homeschooled, a lot of your friends come from church. And so, oh, so were you homeschooled throughout? I was okay. homeschooled. Yeah. So we, uh, I grew up there, and when I hit junior high, seventh grade, uh, my parents said, "Now that you're, you know, not in elementary school anymore, you're an adult. <laughs> it's time to, it's time to grow up. You need to find a Sunday school classroom to volunteer in." Ooh, mm. Okay, okay. And so my sister, she was working in the, uh, it was the fours and fives classroom, and so I volunteered to help in the four and fives classroom. So I, I would collect craft supplies and cut paper that's where i met jared milliken he was four. Oh, nice uh, that's awesome yeah uh little, anyway little baby jared yeah i can tell you a story about him but yeah we probably don't have time anyways uh so i did uh, i did a year in there and then i think i helped with uh maybe no i think i did two years so junior high seventh and eighth grade i was a volunteer in the four and five year olds classroom and uh, then after that, high school, I just did. They did high school stuff on Sunday mornings, so I couldn't I couldn't help. But then mm-hmm. after high school, got into college, and college group was weird. And so uh, we just, I just started helping with Discovery, which wasn't called Discovery at the time. It was called King's Kids, I think. But yeah. my, my Sunday school teacher, my third grade Sunday school teacher, his name is Jess Colvin, 
and he no was way. yes way <laughs> dang that's awesome, yeah, yeah. That's awesome. He, cool. was, he was in the ninth grade i think but <clears throat> he uh he was running king's kids at the time and so i went and signed up and started helping with that uh with puppet shows and and some games and things and then i think uh king's kids turned into discovery and then uh leaders leaders came and went and eventually turns out i i kind of started running it myself and i don't i don't even know i don't even know how long that has been so you're currently running I'm it right now current, well right now discovery doesn't exist because of covid-19 uh but we don't give up on kids so uh we're doing this thing called family hour so we have a we have a tv show uh i guess it's on the internet so Wednesday, call Wednesday night. Show. Yeah, Heck Faith, yeah. Yeah. Faith Bible YouTube Church the on the uh, on the on the Facebook page. Wednesday night, six thirty, Family Hour, and I currently run a run a little segment called Fun and Games. I mean, you're the you're the most legendary game leader ever. That's awesome. That, that's of of all time. I feel like yeah, <laughs> and a lot of things that you helped with. I remember in Discovery was kind of we had themed nights. Yeah, had, like like the Ninja Night. We had a like Pirate Night. Yes, and I remember. Um, you always had the best pirate costume. Like you brought in swords and everything. We all of us like fifth, sixth grade boys. Like eyes would go wide. We're like, can you draw <laughs> one for us, please? So, and it all stems from your your love of pirates and yeah. Vikings. So, yeah. So dive into that a little uh, bit. Why should anyone care about pirates and Vikings? Why should anyone care about pirates and Vikings? So fair, uh, fair question. Let, here's a great question for you. <laughs> oh, question of a question. Where did you Where do you live? Where do your ancestors live? And how'd they get from one place to another, right? And That's a lot a of times, a lot of times, we're like, oh, you know, these explorers that were funded by governments, they were like the second people to get there. Oh, hundred percent, right? right? So you've got you've got the you know the private, the private people. They're the ones. I mean, you think about Vikings. Vikings, uh, when it comes to building boats, and when it comes to sailing, uh, crazy distances, Vikings are just some of the coolest people you can read about. Oh, for sure. You know, and, yeah, uh, you know, totally. a lot of people, you know, you, you look at, like, the Pacific Islanders, and uh, you've all seen Moana, and, uh, you know, they sail a long way, but they didn't do it in freezing temperatures. Oh, right? yeah. You Vi- know, so Vikings just went for it. Vikings went for they it. They didn't care. You know, when they, uh, when, when I think, you, you know, if we go back to our Spanish explorers, what was the guy? Who went? Uh, who went to? Who who went and visited the Aztecs? Cortez. Cortez. And Montezuma. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So when he showed up, when he showed up, a lot of these, uh, a lot of these Aztec people were calling him uh, Quetzalcoatl. Uh, they thought he was one of their their gods, one of these deities, right? And that that particular deity comes in two forms. One form is a big, tall, white guy with a beard, which is really weird uh, <laughs> in Central America. Yep, and the yep. other form is this big winged snake. All right. Okay. Now, what you know, where did these, you know, where did these cool Aztec people come up with these these two designs? A right? tall white dude with a big beard. Tall white dude with a big beard and a flying snake. And uh, you know, there's a little bit of speculation here, but uh there's there's a lot of argument saying that the Aztecs had met a Viking before. Oh, nice. Because you have a tall white bearded man. Right, and then a Viking longship, yeah, has a snake head and tail, and a big 
big wing in the middle. Oh my goodness! Whoa! Yeah. yeah. So Mind think blown. about think about sailing a boat from Norway to Mexico. That's crazy. Daniel's yeah. mind just like yeah. Short-circuited. That's yeah. nuts. Oh, my goodness. Not in your history yeah. books, kids. That's incredible. That's, yeah. That's so, crazy. So, you know, like, can, can, I can't prove it. I don't know if, I don't know if anybody can prove it, but uh, that's, just a, that's a neat, fun thing to think about, right? Yeah. But but you think about, you think about them sailing to Iceland and Greenland and, and Canada. We know they had settlements in Canada. Mm-hmm. Even, like, North America, right? Like, they yeah. found Vikings, like, Yeah, they found Viking and, stuff, and then just all, every bit of Europe, the Vikings have raided Every single part of Europe. Uh, I mean, they're the real reason Rome fell. Like, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like just cra- crazy. Oh, that's what I like about Vikings. Pirates, pirates is, is kind of similar thing. They're just you know a couple uh, little scurvy dogs, like on the sea. S- stages of you know uh, technology farther ahead. But the Vikings, I don't know. They're just their culture was cool, bright, vibrant. Uh, exciting culture. Their artwork's amazing. Their boats will blow your mind. Uh, and then just the bravery of like, well, let's sail that way. You know, yeah. like how do we get back? Yeah, I don't know. We'll find out. <laughs> we'll, we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. I mean, they must wow. have had the best understanding of, I mean, just any sort of wind patterns. Yeah, and astronomy, yeah. stars. Yeah. I yeah. mean, just to think of the amount of knowledge that they would have had is yeah. it's crazy cool yeah they they uh were some of the first people i think to to invent a compass mm-hmm. they had a rock floating in a bucket and it'd spin around tell them which way to go for north and yeah that's and crazy. so yeah cool. there's just some there's some cool stuff they got there's this uh there's this sword it's called the ulfbert sword okay okay uh which is neat because like vikings use these swords okay Right, that's where they find all the only Ulfbert swords they find belong to Vikings, but these swords were made out of steel from like Iran, and they were forged Whoa. and they were forged in Germany. So how they get there? <laughs> right. So it like it just I don't know it just Whoa. yeah. So there there were there were pretty decent trade routes between like Iraq, Iran, all the way up uh, through like Russia and stuff. So the Vikings were trading with like the Muslims, which if you know you want to look a little more at that, you can watch the movie Thirteenth Warrior. But uh, shameless, plug. shameless, shameless plug. plug, shameless <laughs> plug. But anyway, anyway, I don't know. They're they're fascinating. Vikings yeah. are fascinating people. Yeah, and, no, uh, they're pretty intense. They're super cool. Yeah, yeah. The TV show Vikings is is awful because it doesn't it doesn't actually really cover any of the cool things about Vikings. Just, yeah. It's just like a medieval biker gang is what that show is about. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah. That's awesome. But, yeah, awesome. real real Viking culture is really cool. The Viking culture, which was overall, like, very, I mean, obviously pagan. Yeah. It was pagan. Very um, pagan. That's my least favorite part about Vikings. Yeah, and, like, that led to all sorts of, I mean, it was just child sacrifice, mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff. But it Some adopted. gnarly stuff. It that. adopted Christianity. The culture adopted Christianity really well because of certain values of nobility and family mm-hmm. and bravery and like sacrifice, sacrifice for like the needs yeah. of others like yeah. in Beowulf or whatever. Yeah. Um and I think one of the one of the coolest stories that blows my mind is the uh is the story of Saint Boniface who was a missionary um missionary monk in I think the se- 7 or 800 AD in Germany and um there in Germany, there was a uh, a lot of the like Germanic people 
had a, a grove of trees dedicated to Odin, to the worship of Odin. Um, and um, these, during the winter solstice, they had uh, like a sacrifice that they would do every year. Um, and this little girl runs runs into uh, the church where this where this missionary is fulfilling his duties or whatever, and she says, "Help, help! They're gonna sacrifice my little brother." Um, and he he picks up his crucifix and runs, um, and uh, they go to this grove. And right as the murderer murderer <laughs> basically, yeah that's what they're called uh, yeah this murderer is about to about to sacrifice this child. He he hits the knife out of um, the hand of this murderer and goes around and cuts the cuts this sacred Odin's oak and all these little saplings and trees and so they're like oh my gosh this this guy has dis- destroyed these things that like we hold like valuable or whatever in worship and he cuts down these trees and hands them to each individual person is like this is keep this as a reminder of Jesus who came and is the perfect and only sacrifice and he just right. shares the gospel with them so that and they don't so, have to sacrifice their kids yeah exactly yeah. like they don't need to they don't need to appease the gods they have a a gracious god um and so that was a that um the the story is that's a huge um like moment of evangelism and not only that but every year instead of celebrating the winter solstice what they would do is they would hang up these trees and wreaths and branches in their homes um, as a reminder of Jesus being the perfect sac- sacrifice and coming to earth as a baby. And that is said to be the origin of the Christmas tree. So mm. and Vikings so started Christmas. Vikings. Basically, yeah. a missionary with, the, with, the, help Vikings. with yeah. the help of a missionary. Yeah. But I mean, yeah. I think that's just the coolest story because it really, um, I mean, it's it's similar things that you see with with. Native American, yeah. um, Native American people, because a lot of the, I mean, I, I'm not an expert on what happened with the Tower of Babel and the dispersion all right. across, but with all of these religious groups popping up everywhere, they, I mean, they just got off with their, mm-hmm. with, with their <coughs> theology essentially and built these things that like, I mean, once they heard the true gospel, everything just made sense. Like with native uh, native Americans, um, the missionaries that weren't like genocidal Barbaric and evil ta- and terrible. Right. Um, like the, the gospel clicked. And what's so cool is just that massive dining table where people feast after a vi- like a victory. And I think that in a, in a different way, that's kind of a cool picture of what heaven kind of will be like just this massive table of fellowship after like sin is, like sin is already defeated, but we, um, but even it's, more it's so. already, but not yeah. yet. And yeah. once that, like that final, we are united with Christ altogether and sin is no more like that feast altogether is like, I mean, that's, uh, that, that's a picture I have like that, yeah. those longhouses, that's a picture I have of that. And that's a cool thing. It's, it's kind of cool. So Viking, Viking mythology, right? Like it all ends, there's this big ending and, uh, called Ragnarok. Right. Yeah, like so end of the world. End of the world. So warriors, warriors, if they die in battle, they get to go to Valhalla. Okay. Swooped up which, by the Valkyries. Which Valhalla is not heaven. Okay. Valhalla is like it's a cool party where you're waiting uh for the final battle. Ragnarok is like the final big battle. Yeah, it's like where all the warriors train when they yeah. die. Yeah. So they're gonna hang out there and then then there's this big battle. Everybody dies and then that's it. Okay, there's no there's no eternity. 
right? Where, so like, I kind of, sometimes it gets me excited, like, ooh, we're waiting for this big final battle. Like, that's the kind of thing that kind of gets yeah. me amped up sometimes. But there is a final battle. It's, right? And it's in, in Revelation. In Revelation, right? But here's, return. this is kind of the cool part. Like, we all get to be there, right? And, the, and you know, Satan's going to show up, and he's going to have all his armies and stuff, right? And then, and then Jesus shows up, and if you have some free time, just read the description of him. When I'm, I can't do it. Jared Gilcher, Jared Gilcher. Oh, he did it on so it, well. And it was like I couldn't sit still in church that day. But he shows up. It's this big army, and then he just like says something, and they are just obliterated. Yeah. Right. Huh. And then wow. so the, so the Vikings, you die, fellowship, fight, dead. Right. Yeah. Christianity, you die, watch Jesus win the battle, and then fellowship. For eternity with Jesus, who, with Jesus, who won, won the, the battle. battle, who won the battle, right? And That's it's just so like, sick. like yeah. part of me is like, I want to hit somebody, but at the same time, I'm like, I don't have to, right? Like, yeah, it's, it's awesome, man. <laughs> yeah, it's so think, cool. I think sweet. it's him that who's is... describing it, but he's like, yeah, we're just all kind of there. Like, we're just, he, yeah, we're his army, but we're just there. We yeah. watch. We don't do anything. Exactly. We're like, oh, That's crazy. Yeah, look at that. The yeah. angels, the angels are singing to the birds. Get ready. There's going to be a lot of eyeballs to eat in a minute, you know? Yeah. <laughs> like, it's pretty cool. Yeah. That's amazing. Such a cool picture. I'm that, kind of on that, like, you're talking about a little bit of, like, the North mythology and stuff. Like, do you have, like, kind of a favorite mythology story or, like, a fit? Yes. Norse god or. I do. I do. So there are these, uh, these two mythological figures. They're these two dwarves. Uh, and I'm, I'm probably not going to say their names right, but Cinder, Cinder and Borg are Cinder their names. Borg. They're brothers. Right, and they get tasked uh, by by Odin to build three things. He wants a spear. He wants this boar for Freya, and then he wants a hammer for Thor. Right? Yeah. So there's this there's this you know as as in with most mythologies there's like a situation where Loki Loki's like I'm gonna mess this up. You know, oh, yeah, so they get popping in. They get fired. Right, that's kind of the plan. Odin's like, you guys do this, and you get a full time job, you know. And he goes, but if you mess it up, then something bad's gonna happen. And Loki's like, I'm gonna mess it up, you know. Sounds a little so anyway, they they take they take on the job and they build the spear. It's super rad. We're not gonna talk about it. They make this golden boar, which is gold and also alive, and it's super rad. We're not gonna talk about it. But they go, they start making this hammer for Thor, right? And it's this big sledgehammer. Right, like I think you guys know what it looks like, except it's got like a four and a half foot handle on it, right? It's just big long hammer, and Loki he he'd been bugging these guys for a little while, but he turned himself into like a fly. Oh, nice! And he literally he he goes into the to the forge room and he's like chewing, he's chewing on Cinder's eyelid, right? <laughs> Trying to get him to mess up. And as a fine, fly, as a fly, as a fly, right? Because he's like, I'm gonna, I need to ruin this situation. So and I'm gonna so go chew on his eyelid. They're making this hammer, and and finally he he lets go what he's doing to swat at the fly, and the handle breaks in half, right on Mjolnir, uh, Thor's hammer. Whoa. And so these these two brothers are like, oh shoot, <laughs> we done messed like, up. This is we not done good. They're up. like, we we already nailed the job twice, and now we got this, you know. So they anyway. They didn't just give up because they're not sissies. So they, they take the hammer and they're like, well, what do you think? And Thor's like, this is awesome. 
You know, I thought I wanted a long handle, but this little one's sweet. And then he threw it, and he beat up everybody, and it came back. And he's like, you guys are great. And Loki went, and he pouted. <laughs> Sound, sounds like he does. That's, That's a great story. So That's a great awesome. story. Oh, Thanks. my gosh. Thank you for sharing I'm that. never going to look at yeah. that hammer and anything again. Yeah, it's, a, it's, it's I'm just going to Loki chew yeah, yeah. Well, you have a special event yes. that you like yourself created and organized Yeah, that I'm sure must include something around the lines of hammers and yes. spears and uh, throwing things. Heavy so things. There's heavy yeah. shooting logs things. and rocks <laughs> and yeah. please do fire. Us, do us the honor of explaining Palapalooza. I will do it. All right. So uh, every year I host an event in the woods uh, called Palapalooza, and uh, it's in the beginning of October. And uh, this year, this year we're having the 10th, it's the 10th annual Palapalooza. Whoa. Which I'm, Sweet. I'm pretty excited about. But what it is, what it is, is it's just a good excuse to go goof off in the woods. I don't know if you guys like goofing off in the woods. No, nah, we're, we're just serious all the time. Yeah. I, I'm know. afraid of forced. We, yeah. didn't, we didn't dedicate a whole episode to talking about <laughs> going camping or anything like that. No, we, yeah. we hate that yeah. stuff. Anyway, I love being in the woods. Being in the woods is, is one of my favorite things. So I thought, what if I was in the woods doing something fun with all of my friends at the same time. And uh, so I just made it happen. And I borrowed a lot. Uh, I borrowed a lot from uh, Scottish culture, Viking culture. Like the Highland Games. The Highland, I, I stole some events from the Highland Games. I stole some stuff from the Boy Scouts. Uh, anyway, <laughs> anyway. stole the Boy Scouts. Yeah, I stole, I stole some Boy Scouts. No. Uh, <laughs> anyway, Yikes. just the handbook, just the handbook. No, anyway, so it's a it's an event. It's a three day. Uh, you don't have to come the whole time, but a three day event. Saturday, there is a competition, a sporting a sporting event, and it's it's twelve twelve different little mini events. Uh, there's some strength events, some speed events, some skilled events, and then whoever whoever wins gets to be crowned king of Palapalooza. Okay, but uh, the basic, you know, I thought I wanted my events to be useful. You know, I wanted these to be things that were, you know, like relevant, relevant. And so the strength yeah. events, they're they're relevant because strength is always relevant. Get stronger. Gets get strong. Get Grow stronger. stronger. Grow stronger. You uh, can't carry cast iron pot with you backpack. Yeah. Grow stronger. Grow stronger. Stronger. Uh, so we have we have w- the first event is the rock put. We've got a big old rock and you throw it as far as you can. That's the first event. Second. It's pretty simple. Yeah, the second strength event is the caber toss. This one I stole. The rock put, the rock put is a, that is a Scottish Highland game. So is the caber toss. So you're holding the log, uh, pointy end in your hand. The big end's up in the air. And you got to flip it completely over. Does everyone get, like, the same log? Yeah, we all get the same log. Uh, I'm not rich enough to fold, afford multiple logs yet. But, yeah, yeah. You, flip, you flip that thing over. And that's actually super fun. Uh, if you've never, if you ever get a chance to try a caber toss, you should try. It's it's fun, and then the third the third strength event is the log pull. We've got a bundle of logs, and you get you get to pull them as far as you can in a certain amount of time. Nice. Yeah, and then uh, so then there's the speed events. There's just a foot race, just a good old fashioned foot race that I suck at. Uh, and then we have we have uh, an event called the Warrior Dash, which uh, is kind of an obstacle course. There's a little trail through the woods with some things you got to jump over and duck under and weave in and out. And you have a spear in your hand. That's the catch. Yeah, you got a spear in your hand. 
So you definitely want to, you know, point it away from your eyeball. But then at the end, at the end of the little race, there's a little distance. There's a shield. You got to throw the spear at the shield. And that's what, so it's a timed event when the, when the spear hits the shield, uh, your time's ended. So that one's, that one's super fun. There's a lot of fast, agile guys, but they can't throw spears at all. So I've actually, it's a speed event that I won once before because nobody could throw the So so if if you miss the shield, you got to grab the spear run back to the right distance and toss it again. Well, you know, that takes way too long. Uh, so we, we just add add time. Oh, okay. So ah, it's like a penalty. Yeah. It's a penalty. Very nice. Has I anyone like ever gotten, like, seriously hurt at Apollo I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Some dead silence. No, no. It, it never has happened. But Liability if, forms. If somebody, if somebody gets hurt bad enough that, you know, there is a liability issue, they just won't come back. Uh, <laughs> and I don't mean they it. won't come back to Apollo Palooza. They'll just never come back. Uh, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. We got a nice first aid kit, but nobody's nobody's had any serious injuries. Oh, that's good. That's uh, good. I do people always bring that up when it gets to the spear throwing part. <laughs> but uh, no, I we mean, got- you are running with a spear <laughs> to be valid, right? Right. So one of the one of the skills that you learn is how not to kill yourself in the woods. Uh, uh, valuable. Very yeah, valuable. Very valuable. The next event is called the Warrior Dash. It's a short sprint where you're dragging a small tractor tire. Okay. Uh, that that kind of separates the really fast guys from like the medium strong fast guys. Uh, then we get into skilled events, where we have archery, uh, which is pretty self explanatory. Knot tying, you get to tie some knots. I know I will for sure lose that knot tying. I yeah. can tie see one and you, knot. And you go camping in the woods all the time. You can't tie knots. Is that's sad? It's a little bit sad. <laughs> but uh, then we got then there's fire starting. Oh Ooh. sweet! Yeah. Wait, how do you? Is it with a? Uh, do you like flint like a, or like we, one, one match or we something? We do. You start with one match and a fire pit. That's it. Oh, and a tin can full of soapy water. But what you do is when, when the when the whistle blows or the horn, I've got a big old goat horn that we blow in. Nice. But when the when the horn goes off, you got to scamper off into the woods and collect everything you need to build a fire. Is there like a certain size you need to get the fire? Well, so uh, let me get you there. Anyway, so okay, you, you start your fire, you get it going up, you get your tin can full of soapy water, and you have to boil it. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Hey, why nice. is it soapy water? Well, the soapy water, that's for the official, because when you boil soapy water, it foams over. Oh, So yeah. it's easy to see. It's easy to see which one is boiling. Hmm. And so it makes it kind of a... The yeah, you can see who's who's boiled over and who hasn't. That's an ingenious event. That's yeah. great. That wow. one's that one's I'm super excited. fun. But you get one match if you use your match and your fire goes out. There are more matches, but you have to run and get them. Okay, okay. So it's like quite a distance for the match. Yeah, well, it's it's yeah, it's just it's difficult, and you can't you can't go get firewood and a match. You can you can just go get one match and come back. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of a it's a big time penalty if you need more matches, but. That one's that one's pretty fun. Nice. That one gets pretty. There's a lot of cheering in that event. That one sounds pretty legit. That one's that's yeah, a good time. And you get there's some sweaty face guys because they got their face right in the fire, just huffing and puffing on it, you know. Uh, but then we got uh, axe throwing. Axe throwing is a is a cool thing that we're adding this year. And then it's new. So that's awesome. Injuries might become more of a thing this year. Of, flying axes yeah don't no, run in know, front so of the guys throwing the, yeah, axes there's a lot yeah. of yeah there's a here's the throwing line don't go in front of it if someone's holding an axe seems uh, pretty fair yeah and so that that one should be that one should be good i think i got a good chance to win that one and then Sweet. axe throwing is pretty great have you been to like the the axe throwing bars 
You know, I, I haven't because I have a bunch of axes and a target at home. Oh, that's fair. You, so you, you, you why pay money for yeah. something you can do at home for free? Exactly. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. To that's throw awesome. an axe, you have to pay $50. <laughs> yeah, to or a second one. you can spend $30 and get your own axe, you know. And then have it and at home. Throw yeah. forever. Yeah. Uh, well, sweet. Yeah. So anyway, anyway, there's there's a little more, but. But that's uh, that's the gist. You get the idea. That's, that's pretty awesome. Yeah. Pretty legit. And, and probably a, a sweet time to just hang out with people. Oh my! And you so bring all your families and yeah, and just spend time. So that's there's awesome. actually there's actually a sneaky, underhanded dark side of Palapalooza. Oh. So I tell this everybody. The insiders. Yeah. So don't tell anybody about this. But I I invite everybody to say, hey, come up here, have a great time. You know, we'll hang out. We'll sit by the fire. Because you're spending two nights. You're two nights out there. Yeah. Is it uh, camping as well? It is camping. Don't you oh, get, like, no bonus you get, points? You get bonus points if you spend the night at Palapalooza. Okay. So okay. Friday night and Saturday night, if you spend at least one night at Palapalooza, you get bonus points. But, you know, so we're, we're kind of living there. You know, there's, like, 40 people, and we've got a big old bonfire, big old long fire that everybody's sitting around, and we're hanging out. And I invite my coworkers people who don't know jesus at all and then i invite a bunch of my church friends and then you know i just i just throw something out there you know throw a little like little conversation topic look at those pretty stars i wonder where people came from you know (laughs) and then (laughs) just nonchalantly like just like i wonder if there's a god you know and and like like. (laughs) yeah and then and then you know the coworkers are like well that's a weird question you know and they're like but this is what i think and then Next thing you know, you've got you know you've got two hours sitting around a fire with people who don't know Jesus, talking about really deep stuff. You yeah, know stuff. You nice. know like when when you're at home and you're doing stuff and you're having people over for dinner or whatever, you can do it. But sometimes life gets in the way, schedules get busy. But I've had my best conversations with people. I think like either in a car or at a fire. Yeah. Like yeah. yeah. Fires are conducive to. Get a comfy seat, some stars in the sky, and a nice fire, and you you drop like a theological bomb on somebody, and then you and can they have, can't run away. Cause yeah, they're the like, fire's too where warm you, and where nice. Where are you gonna go? Where are you go, yeah. And go. Yeah, go you're sit not, alone in the cold. The fire yeah. and die. <laughs> you're not you're not tired enough to go to sleep, you know, and you're not warm enough to wander around over there. So <laughs> yeah, that's we're gonna, awesome. We're gonna talk about this. So that's mm. the real reason. I, I do think it. that's cool. I haven't signed up yet, but. You have fully convinced me to sign up. <laughs> is there is there like a, a cap on the amount of people that you allow to register? Or isn't there a deadline too? There, well, not really. Uh, I'm not. I don't. the The event itself isn't big enough that either of those things are an issue. Okay. Okay. You know? Nice. So, uh, to, I I set up an event on on a, on a eventbrite.com is a website. Tenth annual Palapalooza. If you want to look it up, but. I said there it's it's set up for like 200 people and I won't I'm not going to get 200 people. That's awesome. Fam- you know, famous awesome. last words, bro. Yeah, well, here, here we go. But uh well, you're on a pod now. You're, yeah, you're telling a, us all about this is it, a dude. Big, this is the big time. Big, big time, time advertising. All of our uh, but 20 more listeners. More like actually you being on here is the big time for us. <laughs> <Seriously>. <laughs> like, let's Super let's talk about the real the real thing here. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, anyway, yeah. Cool. Come. It'd That's be so sweet. I'm totally going to register like right after this. Super so. red. That sounds awesome. It's gonna nice. be yeah. good. You can, like you can good start time. coming in. It'll be third third generation Paula Palooza winners. Third generation. Wow. Because the guys. Yeah, isn't there like a big throne you built? Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. I call it, I call it the king chair. The king but yeah, chair. there's a big throne. It's got antlers on it and a, nice. and a sheepskin. And if you win, if you win Paula Palooza, you get to sit in the king chair, 
There's a crown. Uh, everybody's going to be eating hamburgers for dinner, but you will get to eat a steak. Oh. Yeah, you get your own steak. And then uh, this year, this is the 10th year, so we, there's the Ooga Booga stick. So there's this staff uh, with this skull. My uncle bought it for me forever ago. But every winter has got they've they've got to hang something on the Ooga Booga stick. Oh, so there's nice. like a little totem uh, for each each king. That's so. Crazy. And each so, winter hangs. So awesome. each winter gets to add something to it. So this this year this is the tenth year we're gonna retire the Ooga Booga stick, and we're gonna start a new one next year. Oh, but that's uh, so you'll you'll get to live on forever. Uh, as a as a king Whoa. of Forever. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. You've fully convinced me as well. <laughs> this is awesome. <laughs> so sick. Anyway. Well, I mean, as we're coming to a close, do you have a do you have a song drop for us? Oh my goodness, I do. I do. This is a it'll be a little different than some of the song drops that you guys have had in the past. Am I sensing metal? Heavy. Heavy Ooh, metal. metal. I do and enjoy the some, heavy some metal. Tool, some tool. It's not tool. <laughs> Listen, I have a long story to tell you about tool. But uh and recommending it to people. <laughs> and how that backfired on me as a young man. But, uh, yep, yep. That, <laughs> yeah. Anyway, no, this is, uh, I thought this would tie in a little better with, with some of the theme today, but this this band is called Sabaton. Sabaton. And they are, they're from Sweden. Yo. Whoa. Yeah, Swedish. Love, do they sing in Swedish? They don't. They sing in English. Oh, okay. Uh, for our benefit. And uh, Sabaton, Sabaton has, in the last two years, has quickly become one of my favorite bands. But the song that I want to recommend is called uh, The Last Stand. And the interesting thing about Sabaton is all of their songs are about uh, history slash war. Ooh, okay. So The Last Stand is a song about the Swiss Guard, uh, who they, as 189 members of the Swiss Guard, defended the Vatican uh, from an invasion. They, They made it possible for the Pope to escape. Uh, and they all died. They all died, uh, basically saving the Pope's life and uh, protecting the Vatican, 1527. But uh, this song, this song gets me worked up on the inside and makes me want to, I don't know, fight, fight to the death for a good Sweet. reason. Sweet, nice. That anyway, is so that awesome. Is solid. You, I'm excited. When to you guys listen, listen to, to it, it, I'm gonna it listen might, to it on the way home. It I'll might blow you. Yeah, you you're gonna get a speeding ticket if you listen to the song on the no! way home. <laughs> there's some. There's some songs. Your dash lights. <laughs> there's yeah. a song for me that w- like, I've definitely pulled the dumbest things I've done driving in my entire life. <laughs> listening to the song, I think of one of my tickets is when I was listening to the song. Wait, what song Amazing. is it? It's a uh, Dream State by uh, Sunlux, but. For another time. That's nice. so funny. Cool. Yeah. So Sabaton. Sabaton, last stand. Last Sabaton. stand. Awesome. Nice. Well, Paul, thanks so much for taking the time to yeah. come hang yeah, with us and talk a little bit. It's been really yeah. fun. So sweet. It's been a blast. It's, been yeah. awesome. it's definitely not going to be the last. Oh, sweet. Yeah. I'm excited. It's yeah. not going to be sweet. the last. Yeah. We yeah. didn't even get to talk about beards. Yeah, we can talk beards. about beards. We didn't talk about beards. Maybe next time we'll talk about beards exactly. and manliness. Yeah. And manliness. Yeah. yeah. Thanks so much for joining. It's awesome. Yeah. Like, thanks for having me. Remember, you're the one that kind of whipped us all into shape as true. little youngins, and that <laughs> kind of shaped our lives a little bit. Yeah, well, that's sweet, too, is that like all of our lives in some way or another have been impacted because you are faithful to minister and, and love crazy people like us so yeah that's pretty that is, pretty awesome that's so thank encouraging you. to hear yeah. so much yeah. for your time hmm. all righty stokers Sweet. all thanks right for, thanks for tuning in a little bit longer but worth every minute for sure worth every bit do see us <laughs>